This is the Elevate Church Podcast. For a list of messages and for all updates about events and more information, check out our Instagram, Facebook, or visit elevate.city. Thanks for checking out the podcast. Here's today's message. I want to talk to you today about uh, the new mindset. And um, I don't know about you guys, but I grew up in a, a Christian school, went to Troy Christian. And uh, they had this, uh, this motto, you know, it was, uh, it was salt. It was based off of, you know, you're the salt of the world and everything like that. And, um, and it, was, it stood for speak and act and look and think, right? Think, thanks. Thinks <laughs> like Jesus, you know? And uh, back in high school, I thought it was, you know, super lame, you know? And uh, I thought, an Ackerman, I don't need an Ackerman, you know? But now, now that's the temperature. It's really what I desire more in my life. Because I believe as Christians, as followers of Christ, that our ultimate goal is to be like him, right? Our ultimate goal is to speak like him, to act like him, to think like him, to look like him. That is what our goal as Christ followers ultimately is. It's to look like Jesus. It's to become more and more like Jesus. And I would say that that's the temperature of what this church is all about. That we're not into religious games. We're not into going to church. We're not into doing whatever. But we are into, in fact, looking like Jesus and becoming more and more like Jesus. And that's the goal of our lives. And so I want to look at the life of Jesus today, and I want to look at a characteristic of his that has quite honestly been something that I've just been working on. So to think that I've mastered this today is crazy. But I want to look at a characteristic of Jesus that is strong in my heart right now, and it's something that I truly, truly desire to live like. So let's go to uh, Philippians. Philippians 2, if you don't have your Bible or your phone, it's going to be up on the screen. Philippians 2, 4 through 8. It says, abandon every display of selfishness. Possess a greater concern for what matters to others instead of your own interest. And consider the example that Jesus, the anointed one, has set before us. Let his mindset become your motivation. He existed in the form of God, yet he gave no thought to seizing seizing equality with God as his supreme prize. Instead, he emptied himself of his outward glory by reducing himself to to the form of a lowly servant. He became human. He humbled himself and became vulnerable, choosing to be revealed as a man and was obedient. He was a perfect example, even in his death, a criminal's death by crucifixion. I want to look at how Jesus was a servant. Jesus had this mindset that I am going 
to serve people. And I'm not talking about serving in kids. I'm not talking about serving in tech or in the church or anything like that. I'm not talking about that today. I'm talking about everyday life serving, serving people. This is what Jesus was like. Matthew 20, 28, it says, for even the son of man did not come expecting to be served by everyone, but to serve everyone and to give his life in exchange for the salvation of many. For even the son of man did not come expecting to be served. I don't know about you, but I don't wake up every single morning being like, I'm ready to serve someone today. I'm ready to put someone first. Where can I find someone to put someone first, you know? But this is the mindset of Christ. This is the mindset of Jesus. That he wasn't expecting to be served by anybody. He wasn't expecting for anyone to come up to him and say, Jesus, what can I do for you? But he had a mindset that was, I'm going to put people first. I'm going to serve people. He had a mindset that today, I'm going to put people first. I'm going to serve people. I'm going to be a servant to people. And I want this mindset in my life. And it's really tough, you know? It's really tough waking up every single day because it's like naturally we're just kind of selfish, you know? And it happens to all of us. But I want to look at three things today that I see in the life of Jesus that can really help us change our mindset to become more and more like him this morning. Number one is this. Jesus went from the highest to the lowest. If we look at this verse in Philippians 2, Jesus was God. He was seated with God. But then he emptied himself. He became a servant. He became human. He humbled himself. He became like a man. He was obedient until his death. He died a criminal's death on the cross. And I looked this up because I checked my sources. But the main reason why the Romans would use a cross in crucifixion is because, yes, it was extremely painful. But ultimately, the Romans would use a cross and hang them up for everyone to see because their ultimate goal was to humiliate that criminal. Their ultimate goal was to bring shame upon that criminal, was to mock that criminal. They would leave them up on the cross for days because they wanted to allow people to walk by and mock them and bring shame upon those criminals. And this is what Jesus did. This is how he lived. He went from being at the right hand of God all the way to being hung on a cross and humiliated and shamed. 
This is the life that Jesus lived. He went from the highest to the lowest. The highest to the lowest. But I believe that Jesus went from the highest to the lowest in order to serve the lowest. To serve the lowest. We find him so many times in the Bible. We find him with the people that are outcasts. We find him with the tax collectors that everybody doesn't like. We find him with the prostitutes. We find them with the people that, man, they, they're just outcasts. They're just shamed. Everybody else that doesn't like them. We find them with them. But Jesus had to go from the highest to the lowest in order to serve the lowest. In order to serve the lowest. And here's why. Here's what I believe. And I read this verse the other night, and man, it shook me. I mean, it shook me to the core. I, 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 like, I was like, Jesus, you're, you're better than I thought you were. But this is John 17, 23. And this is him right before he's about to go to the cross. Right before he's, pr- he's praying to the Father. And this is why he served the lowest. Man, it says, for they will see that you love each one of them with the same passionate love that you have for me. You, God, Father, praying to God for the Father, saying to to, uh, God, the Father. He said that that they will know that you love them with the same passionate love that you love me. Jesus served the lowest because he saw value in the lowest. He served the lowest because he saw value in the lowest. He saw every single person. He saw the leopards. He saw the lady with the issue of blood. He saw everyone because he had, he knew their value. He knew their value. He knew that God loves them just as much as he loved Jesus. He loved them just as much as he loved Jesus. And I don't know about you, but man, I want this. I want this mindset because there's so many times where I'm cool with the people who's on my level. But man, if I'm just being honest with you, there's sometimes there's there's tough people to love, right? There's tough people to serve, people that aren't necessarily on our level. It's easy to love people in this room. It's easy to serve people in this room. But Jesus didn't care about the Pharisees. He cared about those people that were outside the city walls. He cared about those people that we walk past every single day. Jesus saw value. He saw value in every single person. So he went from the highest to the lowest so that he could serve the lowest because he saw value in them. I want this mindset. I want it. I want this heart. I want this heart that Jesus has. I want this heart that Jesus has. I said, I don't care what you look like. I don't care where you're from. I don't care what you smell like. You're valuable to God. So I'm going to put you first. 
I'm going to put you first. I'm going to have the same mindset that Jesus did. Point number two is this. Jesus was obedient. Jesus was obedient. Now, this is a no-brainer point, you know. But Jesus, you know, (laughs) Jesus didn't start with the cross. And he didn't start with resurrection. Because that was his ultimate goal, right? That was, you know, that was exactly why he was here on the earth, was to die for our sins and to raise from the dead. That was his ultimate goal and his calling on his life. But Jesus didn't start with that. If here's the end of Jesus' life and its ultimate obedience and its fulfilling what God has called him to do, if here's the end of his life, then the beginning of his life started with serving. The beginning started with serving. He didn't just go to the cross and he didn't just raise from the dead. That's, that's not where he started. He started by helping out a friend at his wedding, by turning water into wine, by serving his friend, by serving his friend. That was the beginning. That was the beginning of his ministry. That was the beginning of his calling. That was the beginning. We have these these callings, these purposes in our lives, and we think, man, I want to get to here. Example for you. I've been married for over, a little over a year now, all right? Thank you. And, um, thank you. Um, <laughs> um, I've been married for a little over a year now. And in my heart, my ultimate goal is to really, really just be a great husband, you know? It's to really, really be a great husband. I love my wife with all my heart, you know? She's fantastic. But my ultimate goal is just to be a great husband, just to be a wonderful husband, just to be one of those husbands that, you know, Ephesians talks about, that, sorry, that Ephesians talks about that, um, you know, love your wife the way that Christ loved the church. Man, it's like all the husbands in the house and that what you want to do, like that's your ultimate goal, you know, you want to love your wife. That's my end goal. But the beginning is what? Doing the dishes, right? The beginning is folding the laundry, you know? Because I can't be this amazing husband right here. That's what I want to be. That's what I, I ultimately desire to be. That's what God has called me to be. That's what God has destined my life to be, but I can't start there. So the beginning has to be serving. If I want to be there, if our end goal is to be where God has called us to be, that's our end goal, then the beginning has to be serving. Because if we look at the life of Jesus, it was serving and serving and serving and serving, and serving, and serving. I can't be all that God has called me to be if I can't do the dishes, you know? It just doesn't happen. It's serving. 
It's serving. It's putting my wife first. It's putting my wife first. It's putting my wife first. A while back, I was an intern underneath Pastor Jeff. And, um, <laughs> and you know, I've, I've known what I wanted to do since I was real young, you know. I've known that, man, God has called me to be a pastor. And, you know, that's just what God has called me to do. And so I did this internship and, you know, <laughs> let's just be honest with you. Um, I was pretty prideful, you know, all right? I mean, that's an understatement, but uh, I was cocky. I thought I knew everything, you know? So I was like, this internship is a waste of time. But, uh, you know, I was like, let's just get on with it. And, uh, you know, I just, I wanted to to just be what God has called me to be. I wanted to be a pastor. You know, I, I just, that's, that was, that was my goal, you know? And, um, and so, uh, at the time, I was, uh, you know, helping uh, with worship and everything like that. And it was right when I, like, started, you know, and I, I, um, I was just leading worship and everything like that. And, and, you know, I just, I was like, you know what, this is, this is just, this isn't what God has called me to do, you know? Like, I'm not supposed to be up here singing. I'm not even a great singer, you know? And I'm like, this isn't what God has called me to do, you know? And so finally, I was like, you know what, I'm done with it. I'm through with it, all right? And so, you know, I went to Jess and, you know, the loving sister that she was, you know, she was very understanding, but I said, basically, I quit, you know, and uh, it was a Wednesday night, and we had youth that night, and it was real classy on my part, but, uh, you know, it, I just said, you know, uh, I quit, Jess, I quit, I quit, <laughs> um, and, uh, um, but I just told her, listen, I, I'm just done, you know, worshiping, you know, not worshiping in general, but just leading worship, you know, and, um, and um, <clears throat> that night, at youth, you know, man, I was feeling so good. I was like, Jesus, I love you so much. Like, I'm finally, like, doing what you're calling me to do. Like, I'm done with that worship leader stuff, you know? Like, I'm doing what you're calling me to do and everything like that. Like, it's, it's amazing, you know? And, uh, man, I was just feeling so good. And that night after youth, I had pizza with Jeff. And, uh, Yes, we had physical pizza, but uh, when I say pizza with Jeff, if you were to look that up in the dictionary, uh, it means uh, verbally destroying my pride. Um, and um, so, um, <laughs> yeah, um, but, uh, but basically, you know, in a loving, kind way, um, he said, uh, you're not going to quit. <laughs> um, you are here not for your agenda you are here to serve. You are here to do whatever we ask you to do. <laughs> that was basically it. And I, man, he, he made me write out a l- real long list, you know, of, of things, you know, that you're never going to do again. Like it was just, it was, it was serve. And I, I put that in my wallet and man, I just, it hurt every time I sat down. Like it was just burning in my back pocket. You know, I never forgot that. I never forgot that. <laughs> but I'm so thankful, I am, for that moment because it has been a real heart change and mind, mindset change in my life that ultimately, looking at the life of Jesus, if we want to get to ultimately where God has called us to be, we have to start like Jesus did. And we have to serve, and we have to serve, and we have to serve, and we have to serve. 
We have to put people first and we have to be like Jesus in this. Serving, serving, serving. Putting people first, putting people first, putting people first. That's something that I've learned in ministry, but it applies to all of our lives. That if we want to be that great husband or that great wife or that great mom or dad or teacher or business owner or whatever you people do, that there's a start to it all. And it's being like Jesus. And it's putting people first and putting people first and putting people first and putting people first and serving them and serving them and serving them. And let me tell you this. Verse eight of Philippians says that he humbled himself. He humbled himself. Humbling yourself is the beginning of serving people. Humbling yourself is the beginning of serving people. But when we humble ourselves, the Bible says in James chapter four, verse six, don't quote me on that, but it says around there, um, if you look in your Bible, you'll find it. But um, it says around there that God gives grace to the humble, that God pours out his grace more and more and more and opposes the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. He gives grace to the humble. Not to the talented, not to the hard workers, not to the, I'm gonna make it myself. He gives grace to the humble. So let me encourage you today that if you start like Jesus did, and you humble yourself, I believe that humility is the beginning of greater grace in your life. That your life will begin to excel because you started like Jesus did. You humbled yourself. You began to put people first. You began to serve. You began to serve. You began to serve. And now greater grace in your life greater grace in your business, greater grace in your marriage, greater grace in raising your kids, greater grace in whatever in life. But it all starts like Jesus, humbling yourself, serving people. Point number three is this. Jesus was full of joy. Jesus was full of joy. Hebrews 12, verse two. It says, his example is this. His example is this. Because his heart was focused on the joy of knowing that you would be his, he endured the the agony of the cross and conquered its humiliation and now sits exalted at the right hand of the throne of God. Jesus was full of joy. Jesus was full of joy because he served. Because he put people first. This past week, we had work off and everything like that, which means... We pretty much don't do anything except lay around and watch The Hobbit. 
Um, extended versions. <laughs> they last all week. Um, but I remember just kind of at the end of the week, like, like I, <clears throat> I was just talking to God, and I was just like, you know, I'm just, I don't know why, but I'm like, I'm a little sad, you know? Like, like I'm not super full of joy, you know? And I just, I'm, I mean, look, I'm not an expert on marriage. That's why I share my stories or everything like that. But the Lord just clearly told me, he said, well, it's probably because you watched your wife clean up the house all week. I mean, that hit me too. When we put people first, there's joy. Like, I, like, I usually don't find joy in that, you know? Like, like that doesn't make sense. That kind of rocks our brains and everything like that. Like, it, it, it's, it's a new mindset. But, you know, it's just, it's something different that Jesus is trying to communicate to us today. That there's joy in serving people. That there's true joy in serving people. Because Jesus did it. Jesus did it. Jesus went to the cross. Jesus carried the cross. And he had joy all the way. He had joy all the way. And I want to encourage you today that if you're in this room and you're feeling a little sad, you're feeling a little down, you're feeling a little defeated, you're feeling a little discouraged. And I suggest to you today that you don't need a new circumstance. You need a new mindset. That you don't need a new boss. You don't need a new job. You don't need a new spouse. You don't need new children. (laughs) You just need a new mindset. You just need a new mindset because there's joy all the way. There's joy all the way. There's joy in our lives when we model our lives after Jesus, after what he did. We start with serving, with serving, with serving, with putting people first, with putting people first, and that will bring the greatest joy, the greatest joy, that you will ever experience in your life. I guarantee it. Because that's the model of Jesus. That's the mindset of Jesus. That is the mindset of Jesus. He had joy all the way. You don't need a new circumstance. You don't need a new opportunity. You don't need a whatever. You just need a new mindset. You just need to think more like Jesus. You just need to get your mind in line with the mind of Christ, with what Jesus thought, the mind of Christ, the mindset of Christ. Why don't you stand up this morning? You can just turn up that track, turn down the lights. I just want to encourage you in this moment.
very thankful for the <clears throat> example of Jesus because I'd be really lost without it. I'm very thankful that he served so that I could be his. And I want to encourage you with this, that Someday when we stand before Jesus and we give an account on our lives that he will say, well done, thy good and faithful servant. Not that I, well done, thy good and faithful worker, thy good and faithful parent, thy good and faithful spouse, thy good and faithful whatever, but he will say, well done, thy good and faithful servant. And I want to encourage you this morning, and we're just going to take just a few moments just to talk to Jesus, but I believe that God has placed somebody on your mind whether it's a coworker, whether it's an employee, whether it's a classmate, whether it's your spouse, whether it's your kids, whether it's your parents. God has placed somebody on your heart that you need to serve. And exactly how you need to serve when I was in high school, the Lord asked me to pick up trays at lunchtime. Super simple. Super simple. But I just picked them up. Whatever it is, let's be like Christ. Let's be like Jesus. That's his challenge to you today. You're not going to be perfect at it. You're not going to wake up every single day with this motivation of, I'm going to serve someone today. But that's when we just align our thoughts to be like Christ. That's when we choose to be like Christ. We choose to be like Christ. So let's just take a few moments. Let's just talk to Jesus. Let's just ask him this question. Who do, you, who do you want me to serve? Who have you placed in my life that you really, really want me to serve and you really, really want me to put first and you really, really want me to have that mindset towards them? Let's just take a few moments. Let's just talk to Jesus. Just let him speak to you this morning. Thanks for listening to Elevate Church Podcast. We'd love to have you join us for service on Sundays or at a dinner party on Friday nights. Check out our Facebook, Instagram, or website at elevate.city for more information.